Welcome back to Through the Quarantine, our Discord Dungeons & Dragons extravaganza. Tonight is part one of an experiment that seemed to fit well with the current situation. Since at the end of the last session we saw our cleanup crew split for the time being, tonight is the first of two sessions whose events are happening simultaneously. Up to the plate first are Jack and Garlic, and later a surprise guest player. So two treats in one. Next week we'll pick up the other half of the crew before, hopefully, bringing them all back together again. But first, let's see what trouble these two can get up to tonight. Jack. Garlic. You came to the city of Kellendale to investigate the rumors of strange things occurring in the mountains up to the north. Upon arrival, you learned a bit more, discovering that for months people have been disappearing for days at a time, only to return unaware that anything had happened. Speaking to Lord Banaran, after learning that his son had been one of those to disappear, you soon headed out to the town of Highreach where all of this had been happening. Upon arriving there, you were able to learn much of the same from Lord Banaran's son Kev, and several other townsfolk you met there. Putting the few pieces you found together, you decided to investigate the area to the north, eventually finding your way to a cave hidden far back in the forest, noting the presence of a number of strange, colorless trees in the area as you did. More than that, at the back of the cave you found a mirror with a golden onyx frame, and an obsidian surface set into the wall. Attempting to discern if this was at all linked to the disappearances, you investigated it only to find yourselves pulled through to the other side into a strange, mirrored reality. Worse yet was the fact that another version of yourselves from this side had taken your place. Unfortunately, despite the best efforts of your friends to stop them on the other side, and yours to fight the newly formed shadows of them on this side, your shadow forms escaped. This left you trapped on this side, helpless to do anything. You watched your friends leave to pursue the doppelgangers, and opted to see what you could find on this side of the mirror in the meantime. So you stepped from the cave into a warped, shadowed reality. It looks like the forest you were just in, but also not. Every tree is the white, colorless form you saw appearing in your world, and in fact everything seems leached completely of color beyond the two of you, Jack's blonde hair and rich attire standing out all the more against the grayscale world around you. With a world cast in the light like that of an overcast evening all around you, what do you want to do? So, what time was it before we went through the mirror? Uh, later afternoon. So, I mean, I could probably guess that it is coming to evening then. Unless time flows backwards. Oh, that'd be crazy. I don't want levels of exhaustion, so... Yeah, we'll know when we're tired. Mm-hmm. So, what are you two gonna do? I mean, should we rest first, or...? Um, uh, shoot, let me see where I'm at in terms of stuff. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I got seven key points left. I'm missing some spells. I mean, do so. you need to rest? I mean, maybe yeah, we could take a rest and the others will kill our duplicates, our reflections, and we'll we just walk out. Yeah, I mean, that's like the perfect scenario, I suppose. <laughs> but considering your skills and my speed, I have a feeling they're going to have some difficulty catching us. No kidding, right? With my uh, dimension door and you're just going, yeah. Uh, they're never going to catch up. Uh, regardless of what, whether we rest or not, I really would like to go back to the other mirror. Oh, that, that seems smart. Because uh, it looked exactly like it. I thought it was a little hinky. I didn't really like the guy. I, you know, the father kind of seemed a little off and very well, defensive. Yeah. For, you know. In retrospect, I can see that. Uh, possibly go through the other town. I suspect anyone else that's seen this mirror might be uh, might be there. Uh, it's I don't know if we're going to run into any shadow people or if they become, they, they appear in the world when someone looks through there. It's very, I don't know much, but I think there's a good place to start and then we can head down to the city. Yeah. 
I mean, I still have... I guess I still have most of my spell slots and stuff. And I've got most of my HP and everything, so... I mean, I we mean, don't have to really I rest, can, I guess. I can heal you if you want. Oh, I think mostly I just lost all my temporary, so... Yeah, I lost all my temp. I've got her... So, I mean, I'm good to keep going if, if we want to, because... Yeah, I've got eight healers kits still, so... Sweet. They're only five gold apiece, so <laughs> I stocked up. That's smart. Mm -hmm. How dare you be smart, Dan. And... It's what this character is. That's why I took the healer feat. Neither of us have uh, survival, do we? Nope. Um... Yeah. Think we can find our way back even though everything is reversed? Yeah, it was a pretty simple path you guys took. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we could we could probably head back. I mean, I guess we could dimension door. Yeah, I mean, we could do that, but that's terrible. We can also. Are we in that much of a rush? I mean, Jack is always in a rush, but. I just if you're the one that's got to rest for spell slots. That's true. That's true. We could rest and or dimension door, and then no. We're resting in Dimension Tour. Yeah. You know that the town is about an hour and a half south of you. Yeah, that's way more than 500 feet. Yeah. Yeah. Even if I think, and don't ask me why I know this off the top of my head. Uh -huh. If you used every spell slot and sorcery point you had, you could make it about a, a three quarters of a mile towards there, which saves you like 15 minutes of walking. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just walk then. Okay. I don't know how I know that. Just don't worry about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Never mind that you know how many times I can cast Dimension Door with all of my spell slots and sorcery points. All right, so you guys going to just head south then? I yeah. think so. All right, so south you head. Again, um, as you move through this world, it's this really weird sense of familiarity. Like, oh, I just saw this place, except for it's backwards and shadow, and it's just a little bit off. Do they, um... Do... If I mark the tree, does it do anything? Does it show up on the tree? Like, a, how, mark it with what? A knife or yeah. something. Okay. Um, I'm just going to mark where we've been. Okay. Like, on the way where we're going, just in case. Okay. Because <laughs> everything looks the same. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, the tree positions are not exactly the same as they were in the previous world, but the terrain seems similar enough, and other than it being really quiet, nothing seems to to jump out at you. Um, it is, other than your own breathing and footsteps and movements, there's nothing. Yeah, so we're not seeing any, like, wildlife or anything like that? Or nope. insects or... What's the dirt taste like? Mm. Um. So yeah, garlic will grab a little bit of dirt and stick it in his mouth. It, hmm, this is not a question that I have. <laughs> what um, is it with you and dirt and rocks and dirt and rocks and... <laughs> It tastes, I mean, like dirt. Okay, that's that's pretty much that's what I have in terms of comparison. Is like, does it taste different than regular dirt? No, it tastes like dirt. Um, yeah, it's not fake. That's... Or at least, if it is fake, it's a very good uh, facsimile. Oh, garlic wouldn't know that word. Replacement. Hey, Jack, uh, could you roll me a an Arcana check? Can do. If I can find it. You said Arcana? Mm-hmm. 50. Be partially because of some of the magics you use, like the Shadow Blade. As you're going through this place and you're kind of marking certain characteristics of it, and especially the way that there's n just this sourceless light that's not even enough to be beyond dim light, mm -hmm. 
this seems like it's probably some part of the shadow plane. Hmm. So I relay that information to my comrade about how I believe this to be the shadow plane from my knowledge of summoning from the shadow plane. What? What? What's a shadow plane? It's a different dimension kind of thing. A different world besides our world. It's separate from our world, so... So c- can I assume that that mirrors like a portal? Or something. Some kind of transportation to the shadow there, plane? There are types of magic that allow people to shadow step and things, which they, oh. they walk through the shadow plane to do it, but they aren't permanently there. The mirror very clearly allows things to shift through it, but you're not sure how it works. How it works, yeah. It's, you know, magic stuff. Yeah, I... You do know that the shadow plane is a parallel world to the material plane. That things that exist in one can exist in the other. Towns, buildings, people. Cool. So yeah, it's basically just a copy of our world, but shadowy. Interesting. Uh, and then I'll tell them what I... So you guys, is, is there anything else you're going to do as you proceed south? I ate I'm, some dirt, so... Yeah, I'm going to keep marking trees. <laughs> All right. So you eventually get to that, that fork in the road, and you proceed south towards the town. Same kind of thing where everything is just a little bit off, and you eventually kind of come to the, the top of the hill that looks down at the town itself. And... This is maybe a little jarring, having just been here a few hours ago. This place looks like it's been in ruins and falling towards whatever you call the nature here for centuries, maybe. All the walls have been reduced to kind of those foundation stones. There's a few standing walls here and there. The road is completely choked by weeds. Um, There are maybe two or three buildings of the entire town left standing. Hmm. Uh, except for the church, which is in fairly decent shape compared to everything else. What church was that? The Church of Tay. And Tay is? Civilization. Hmm. However, Mervyn, about a week ago, you arrived in Highreach with your band of fellow adventurers. Seven of you had done well for yourselves down to the south, and upon hearing of the trouble in the area, you soon came here to add even more renown to your names. Your tale's a familiar one. Disappearances, no real information and a mirror set into a wall of a cave. You were the first one to investigate it, and the first one to be pulled into the shadowed reality, at least out of your friends. You had to watch as the shadow that had taken your place talked to two of the others into the same fate before the three of them, with the rest of your crew, left, none of them the wise of the fact that something was horribly amiss. You and the other two that were trapped in here decided to see if you could find another way out, as you found no way out through this mirror, but with no success. The Twisted World seemed to want to keep you trapped here, and over the week you watched as beasts and nightmares of shadow eventually took them, leaving you alone. Now, as you wander the shadowed, cursed woods, you come once again across a place where you know the town of Highreach is. And you've stumbled across here a few times, and have always been driven away or lured away by other shadows, tempting you into the fight and away from there. But today they seem absent. And instead, toward the north side of the town, coming down the road, a bit of color catches your eye, which is something you haven't seen since you got here. So what do you do? Sprint headlong straight at that color. <laughs> that full pell-mell, full tilt, 
tripping on things, rolling, getting back up and sprinting at it more. <laughs> He's gonna right. run me over. Would you like to describe to Jack What's what, what is me? barreling through the woods at her? Because Jack has blonde hair, brilliantly colored clothes, whereas Garlic, her companion, is wearing a black cloak. A black cloak with a black and white mask. Still uninteresting. The the only the only color is the uh, gold pendant pinning the cloak closed. So, so please describe Mervin. Okay, so Mervin, uh, you, what you see coming at you is going to be a seven foot tall, seven foot ten inch <laughs> tall, three hundred and forty pound, basically what you would just describe as like a giant, uh, wearing full plate mail, with a brilliant immaculately trimmed, well, you could tell it used to be brilliantly immaculately trimmed since the past few weeks, uh, red beard jutting out of my face. And I am running at you with a look of absolute manic glee. I do not have my weapons out. <laughs> um, I just hold my action, but don't. I'm just going to see whether or not I get uh, attacked. I have, I have a spell, though, ready if. Alrighty, uh, let me get. Just like, oh no, this this giant dwarf seems seems to have a case of the manix. Don't let him bite you. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay, so can can you tell me? Am I look? Is that the church that I'm looking at over there on the left? Yes. Okay. So he's in color then too, right? Yes. Yeah. Like I see this. Oh yeah, this big red beard. Color, colorful thing coming at me. Mm-hmm. So if you're not going to do anything, by the time I get to about 40 feet away, which I think is where I'm at right now, right? That's close. what, 10, 20, 30, 30. If I'm close enough, I'm actually going to stop and I'm going to cast um, a spell. Or I don't know if it's really a spell. It's the um, detect good or evil. Uh, She's going to use counter spell if she sees him casting. Is it a cast or is it, it may not be a casting oh, thing. Okay. Um, it, is it yours, be. it's a paladin ability, correct? Oh, divine sense. That's right. Yeah. No, I'm going to use di- oh, divine okay. sense. All right. Yeah. You do not sense. I was any- like, if he's casting at me, Jack's just going to be like dispel. No, he basically he you see, you see this giant form kind of slide Never to a stop, look at you intently, and and uh, kind of put a hand to this holy symbol that's a part of the armor, and there's kind of maybe some like coloring around the eyes for a moment. And uh, Mervin, you don't detect anything from these people. No, 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 because what it, it detects is if they're a fiend, a celestial, a fae, uh, they are just, as far as your senses tell you, normal people. Well, I'm slightly fae. Yeah, but you're not a fae. No, I have light blood. I'm more slowly, like as a, at, a, at a walk, and I'm going to wave and say hello. Oh, traveler. So I don't care about you, so I'm going to go over here, all the way around to here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, garlic's unperturbed. He's used to it. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. I, um, I'm i glad to see that you're just as colorful as we are. Well, I am. I saw your color from all the way over here, and I had to come take a look. What's with the guy in black? He just likes black and dirt and rocks. And, oh, and, and fungi garlic. and garlic and herbs. and yeah. <laughs> I like a lot of things. Does he smell like something? Or do, or I do smell I like garlic. Anything? He definitely he smells like garlic. Like garlic. Did you ever yeah, restock okay. on your garlic? I, I believe I would have. I, okay. Interest is more piqued. <laughs> you smell like garlic. Mm. I have a lot of garlic on my body. As I, as I get closer to you and I can smell it, I, I, I become more interested. But I introduce myself. I am Mervin the Enervated. Oh, 
and I stand and strike a pose with my chest out, trying to display how strong I am. Yes, I named myself. That's quite a title. Um, I've got quite the title too, although it, it wasn't one that was so adorned. Um, and then what I does enervated mean? Character, it means weak. It means like limp. But he thinks it sounds like strong. Good luck convincing him otherwise. That that's that's what garlic <laughs> thinks it sounds like too. Awesome. <laughs> Jack is like it's a name. Um, so I introduced myself and I'm Jacqueline Equin of the House of Dubbo and but you can just call me Jack. Yeah, I can say that one. That's a good one. <laughs> and then I, I, I'm gonna look at, at you, garlic, and just with an expectant look of like, are you gonna introduce yourself? I'm garlic. Just stare back. Yeah. You don't know if I'm staring at you. I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> I'm going to assume you're always staring at me then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask you guys, how long have you been here? We are recent additions to this world. He's he's about as tall as you are. Did you say you're as tall as I am? Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, just about. Let me bring up my character sheet. Where does it have height here? Seven foot ten. Okay, not not quite that tall, like, but I'm taller than average. Okay, I feel like six foot something. Yeah, I'm I'm like I'm six foot seven. Still pretty tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a Goliath, so that's why I was kind of like, yeah. what are you? With a big bushy beard, <laughs> mm-hmm. and no hair on top cool. of my head, totally bald. Are you wearing a? Yeah, I'm pretty tall too. I'm six foot, not like oh, you man. guys. Yeah, I forgot but... how tall everyone this party is. Mm-hmm. I tried to play a tall character because Bitsy was so small. Jack is literally double Bitsy's height. Yep. So yeah, you guys uh, have made your introductions. Uh, well, how long have you been here? A long time. Did you know the sun doesn't go down here? I didn't know that. That is both convenient and inconvenient. Indeed it is. But it's okay. If the sun did come up or go down, I would find a way to fight it. Mostly because there's nothing else out here to fight. Except for that wall. Well, I don't think a wall would be much fun to fight. Well, it's the one I walked through. Now I'm here. I couldn't punch my oh, way through it to get back. That wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mean the mirror wall? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, we we also tried to uh, get back. I hit it with my stick, and nothing happened. I thought about teleporting, but then thought it probably was going to be a bad idea. You can teleport. Short distances. Can you take, can can you can you take me? Away? Oh oh, you can't get us out of here. Is what you're saying? No. Hmm. Do you guys have any way down? I have a theory. I, while we were in the other world, um, with our fellow companions, you know, the real one, not the shadow plane world, um, I noticed there was a mirror that looked very eerily the same to the one that was in the cave um, at Eli's establishment. Um, And he was very defensive about the questions I was asking him. And I wasn't going to push the mirror, but it did seem kind of out of place. He said it had been in the family for generations. And because it looks so much like the one in the cave, that is kind of what I'm going on right now. And I feel like that is our best bet to try to get back, is to figure out why there would be two of them and whether or not we can get back that through that way. Eli Banneram is isn't he in the real world? Yeah. How would we get to his mirror if it's in the real world if we're not in the real world? Well, 
will I I think it's worth checking out to see if it is here. I mean it it seemed like although we weren't allowed to cross back over um I, did I see I saw cuz yeah, Biff went back, didn't mm-hmm. she? Okay. So mm-hmm. it it is although Garlic and I couldn't cross over. We did see our comrade Biff be able to cross over through the mirror um, once her shadow copy was defeated. Um, so I think going and looking at this other mirror might be a good way. I mean, it could just do the opposite that this mirror does. We might be able to find people that might know more about what we can do. It's the best thing I've got to go on right now with the information that we have at hand. Yeah, I'm looking panicked. <laughs> You're looking panicked? Panicked. So I, I come over and put my hand on your forehead to check your temperature. I'm going to take your hand away. Be like, don't touch me. I mean, good luck. Why? I'm a freaking monk. You guys are just going to, like, have a slap fight? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Perfect. Uh, so what do I roll? <laughs> uh, I guess both of you roll dexterity checks. While they're beating the crap out of each other, I'm going to head towards the church. I'm not going to hurt him. I'm just making sure. Oh, that's not that great. <laughs> Why did it roll? Uh, just tell me what it adds to it. Uh, plus three. So eight plus three. You, you beat mine. I rolled an eight. So yeah. Um, You, you actually you, you do manage to kind hand? of smack his hand away initially. Oh, boy. I think I think you got a case of, of the manic. Um, One second, and I reach into my cloak and... Uh, I pull out a couple of things of mint. I'm like, okay, you're going to have to, um, there's two ways you could, uh, get this into your bloodstream. I suggest you eat it. I just look more and more panicked. <laughs> yeah. I okay. See, I see um, you standing there holding it and I'm getting more and more panicked. <laughs> oh no. All right. In that case, I'm going to cast friends on you. <laughs> oh dear. Make a charisma saving throw, right? No, it just gives me advantage on a uh, charisma checks. Right. Okay. Just to be like, this will help you calm down, right, but you're um, going to need to eat it. Roll persuasion. That or lavender. With advantage. With advantage. So yeah, that's a 21. <laughs> so he very convincingly tells you that he thinks that if you take this mint, you'll feel better. How much mint are you holding? It's, it's just a t- couple of leaves. Okay. I'm going to grab with my big meaty palm, all of your mint leaves and shove them in my face. And then I'm going to reach for your cloak into where I saw you reach for them and look for more. Okay. Um, I would like, I would like to see what I can grab out of it. I don't even care what it is. I just want to grab things from his pockets at this point. (laughs) I'm just in panic mode, going to try to eat everything in your pockets. Okay. Okay, um, Make a, make an, uh, so roll a D 20 and add your, I guess just Dex. Okay, so it's going to be 22. (laughs) I guess garlic roll a dexterity saving throw. Okay. A a natural one. Oh, no. Plus eight, (laughs) so it's a nine. Oh, no. This is how we all die. So you're able to... Oh, jeez. So this giant Goliath that you just met in the woods who seems a little bit off his rocker, which uh-huh. you can assume... you, you mean, It's because he's been stuck here for He's so been long. here yeah. for... Well, he, he doesn't he's, really he's know. He's got a good long. case of the manic. Yep. Yeah. Um, he grabs a hold of five or six bulbs of garlic, 
um, some ginger root, some lemon peels. Um, that's what you get with with a, with a grab an and entire hand. healer's kit. <laughs> yeah, a healer's kit. So that's what you get, Tom. Just, oh boy, oh boy, you. Hmm. This is in. Okay. Uh, does that does he calm down at all? Okay, I attempt to eat everything. Even the healer's kit. All of it. He told me it would help me if I eat it. Um, I'm gonna say you can eat everything. The healer's kit proves a bit of a challenge to the point where you do probably realize, oh, this isn't food. I'll spit that out on the floor or on the ground, whatever. And then I'm I'm just gonna sit down for a minute. Okay, Jack. Meanwhile, <laughs> what are you doing? Well, you said the church was the only thing that wasn't. Yeah, that looks relatively in decent shape. Yeah. Okay. So are we just gonna walk up to it? Yes. Make a wisdom check for me. Check, not save. Okay, that's adding zero. Fourteen. Okay. From walking past this, you remember there being a symbol on the front doors of the church, but there's not a symbol on them now. Like, does it look like it's been worn away or it just never was there? It was just never there. Okay. And how close am I to the church? Um, As close as you want to be. Well, I mean, how close do I have to be to see it? Oh, pretty much walking like within 10, 15 feet away from it, you'd, you that's kind of when you're like recognize, huh, this had a symbol on it before, but there's not, there's clearly nothing there now. Okay. Do I see any, is there any of the graveyard or anything? Because. No. No, there's no graveyard? There is the place where it should be, but there okay. is no graveyard. People don't die in this room? Roll a perception check, though. Okay, it's just 14. There are vines kind of growing where the graveyard was in the previous world. And they seem to be growing from a kind of a place kind of in the middle of the graveyard and spreading up over the church and in through the church windows. And actually, as you get, if you look at the front door, you can see that they are kind of like in a net over the front door and over the windows, kind of encasing parts of this building. Does it look like that with the other buildings, too, that are around? Nope. Just that one? You can see some kind of going across the road, way down the road, but it seems like they are still connected to this bunch of vines. But there's only, like, one, and it kind of snakes into the ruins of one building. All right. Do you feel better? No. The problem here... Did you hear what she said? Someone has to kill our shadows hey that's one solution i've always found there's more than one solution to every problem no one can beat my shadow i'm never gonna get out of here that is a tricky pickle Hmm. what are you guys doing here anyway uh well we were told to figure out why people were had gone missing for a few days we were promised a good chunk of money all that we found the mirror we looked at the mirror we came into the shadow world and then we killed all our friends' shadow counterparts because they were on here um and then our shadow counterparts teleported away so that happened and then we came out of the cave and walked here and found you and then you ate a bunch of stuff and I'm curious. I've never seen anyone try to eat a healer's kit, and I'm very. I wonder if this that might that might be something I could try with other people in the future. Honestly, the dirt here tastes better than the healer's kit. 
Oh. I've never tried to eat a healer's kit. I'll have to try that out later. Well, I've licked that one. You don't want that one. No, no, you can keep that one. So I'm going to stand up. I'm going to sh- try to shake your hand if you have hands inside that I cloak. have hands. Yeah. No, they'll <laughs> come out of the cloak. They're, they're completely wrapped up, and then they uh, got a basically white bandages keeping all the cloth and gloves on my hands strapped to my arms. Oh. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Okay, so I'm going to shake your hand and reintroduce okay. myself, and I'm going to burp the flavor of garlic and ginger and lemon, apparently, and mint. Your breath does smell a lot better. That's better? Ooh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yikes. And a half. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point my thumb over my shoulder and I'll be like, what's up with her? Uh, she's, she's smart. She'll fight you, possibly. I wouldn't fight her. Wait. Oh. Hold on a second. Oh, no. She'll fight me? Well, I mean, <laughs> if you ask nicely, especially if you put money on it. Especially if there's money on She'd it. She'd use magic, so, I mean, that's how she fights, but... That's fine. That's fine. Uh, She'll fight me, though. Prob- yeah, if you ask nicely. Uh, okay. Okay. I think I can convince her. Oh, no. But may- maybe that's not what we should do right now. Maybe Honestly. once we get a little more bored. I have a board. It's right here. at display my shield. That is a very nice-looking board. So Jack has wandered away and is looking at the church. <laughs> I'm going to follow her now that I've, I've seen where she's gone. I'm going to start following yeah. her. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tag along. Um, so does the, do the vines or anything like look like the trees that are taking over the other world? From a distance? No, these are black. Okay, so does it look weird in this space? From 15 feet away, it's hard to tell. You'd have to get closer and really investigate it. Well, yeah. All right. Roll an investigation check. I'm just not smart, though. None of us are. <laughs> At least I'm trained in it. <laughs> yeah, it's like a 10. You're not able to determine what they do. But looking at them, you're thinking, oh, they'll be plants. No, you. as you get close and you kind of look at them, there's almost like a fleshiness to them. And they pulse ever so slightly. <laughs> these were the trees? No, these are vines that have They're kind of overtaken the Okay, the vines. Okay. Yes. Okay. And the graveyard. They seem to be growing out of the graveyard. Yeah, yes. they're growing out of the graveyard. They're actually that's where it's located. Is the center of the graveyard? Says so that's where the yeah. it's com- all the vines are coming from. The little square south of the church. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go up closer or as far as I can. Can I like not necessarily like attack them, but kind of like use my ray of frost to see if it reacts at all? Sure. Like, I'm not attacking it. I'm just kind of like, does it react to... So you're just kind of like charging the magic into your hands, kind yeah. of? Yeah. It doesn't seem to react to that, no. Does it react to me being that close at all? Or have you physically touched it yet? No. Then no. Mysterious, mysterious. I have a question. Does my magic, is it the color I'm casting, or is it black and white? It's, it is the color you're casting. Okay. You guys kind of walk up and you see Jack investigating these vines that seem to have covered every window and door on this church. Weird. Yeah, they don't look like they belong because they're like really pulsy and fleshy. Perception check to see if I notice anything weird. Sure. No perception. Uh, Plus three, so 14. Nothing stands out that Jack hasn't already noticed. So, but like, because we fought some of the shadow people, right? 
So we kind of know what they look like. At least those things, yes. Yeah. And this isn't anything like that. Not that you've encountered so far, no. Okay. And it's only in this one space, it's not in the rest of the town? You said, I said there were some vines that kind of seemed like they were spreading from here to one other building in the town that yeah, you were able to yeah, see with yeah, that yeah. pretty decent perception check. Yeah. Are we on a hill? Are we... You're, no, you're in the town. The town's kind of like flat, and you okay. kind of came down off the hill a little bit. Okay. You see anything else like this, uh, Mervin? That's a no. Hmm. Yeah, this doesn't seem like it belongs in this world. Yeah. I want to touch it, but, but I think that's a bad idea. It's okay. It's not much better than my idea. Just punch it. Uh, set it on fire, you know. Really? He probably would poke it with a sword. Okay. Um, just gonna poke it? It's a light little nudge to see if, see if it does anything. It kind of, where the, the, the tip of the blade is, it kind of cuts in just a little bit. Um, it kind of oozes. Ew. Oh, it bleeds. A little bit from there, but it Gross. immediately kind of patches itself up. What? No. It just That's fixes itself? There is kind of a, from within, there's kind of this almost like purple little glow over it before it seals itself back up. It's not my purple, is it? No. Okay. Purple? If, uh, if my wild magic goes off, you'll see. Yeah. If it bleeds, you can kill it. Yeah. It looks like it regenerates, though. That's not... I didn't right. say it was going to be easy to kill, but... Also, of note, it was colored. Yeah, it, it was colored. Yeah. I don't. I definitely don't think it belongs in this world. Would it be a I mean, leap to think we. that maybe that's why they're trying to escape? I was wondering, like, if that's maybe why the shadow people are trying to escape to our world. Mm-hmm. Where, are, where are all the people that are supposed to be over here? You know. I was wondering that. Cause like. We got Mervin here, but yeah. the townsfolk. But the, the, the weird part is, and it struck me, is they said they were gone for a few days. Whereas, you know, it only took us like a few seconds to get swapped over and all that. So I worry that there's some sort of like assimilation. Or maybe if you die here, uh, you just turn into shadowy mist and disappear. I don't know. Where that thing? Or, or, we, or you become part of the weird plant monster. That is definitely a great name for it. It is definitely a weird plant monster. Henceforth, you shall be known as... Weird plant monster. I'm just... I don't know. I feel like it still should go look for the other mirror, but I'm afraid of what this thing is. Where are you going? Are you actually going into the graveyard? I'm like right next to this weird tree thing. Yeah. I wanted to go see if this is like this little like sticky-outy part. I'm going to put my character on top of it. This little sticky-outy part is another door. Yep, it leads into the church from there. But that door is also covered in vines. Seems like the vines want something. Because I don't think they're, you know, feeding off of sunlight here. No. Do you think they're feeding off the people that are supposed to be here? Oh, are all the people Maybe. stuck in there? Do we need to get them out? I don't know. I mean, I could always that blow or up... there's a magical thing in there. We could always try blowing up the entrance. Or, you know, I don't know, cutting down the vines, I guess. But they regenerate, so... Try to cut the vine all the way through. Roll an attack roll. My attack, oh gosh. Where's my attack at? I guess just roll damage. I mean, it's not, you're not really going to miss a door. So, so roll, roll for damage then. Okay, so, so my damage is a 1d8 plus 5. 8. Okay, um, you hack through a number of the vines. And you, you sever them and they kind of start leaking whatever residue inside down the door. And they don't immediately begin regenerating. Like, So you can attack again if you want. Again? 
So you you hack away at them, and you do see that they do start slowly trying to reform themselves as you go, or as, as you're hacking away. But if it, it's gonna, you're, you're you're making some progress, but they do seem to be regrowing relatively quickly enough that you would. It's gonna take a little bit of time. That'll work better for this. Uh, fire. Uh, maybe we could try fire. Yeah, could try I poisoning mean, it. But that's a cantrip, so I could just cast that to burn the ends, maybe, that okay. you're cutting. The magic seems to stop the regeneration okay. of them as you hit. So within a, a minute, you've, I mean, some of the vines on here are a few inches across. And you, you hack through them, and you can gain access to the church, if you so desire. Uh, like, is the door closed? Is it open? Oh, or? it's closed with a bunch of slash marks in it now. Well, you know. And scorch marks on it. Mm-hmm. So you like we do. Enter it. Yes, I'll enter it. It is locked. The door. Mm-hmm. Uh, just break it down, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, can I try to break it down? Make a strength check with advantage. I guess I rolled a five plus four for strength. It's just you're not getting through. Like you can feel the wood kind of cracking underneath your weight, but. What about you guys? Can you get through this door? Um... I mean, I could try. Uh. Guess I'll, you know, get back and then take a running jump and then just kick it. Make a strength check with advantage. So that's a three? <laughs> no. Oh, and a three. Oh, my God. <laughs> We've been well. defeated by a door. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna set it on fire. Alright. Yeah, that that's probably I kicked this is it. Fire bolt enough. Between the three of you, with some fire at the lock area and another hit from Mervin, you're able to break the lock in. Or I could, I could do ice too. We're really worried about the door burning down. Oh, Mervin, as you burst in, you kind of stumble into the room as the lock gives way after Jack's fire has burnt away most of the wood, and you walk in and you see several dozen forms in this room or in this building. Some in this main room, some off in the side room, um, and you recognize some of them for, as some of the townspeople you saw back in High Ridge. Um, all of them are wrapped up in those black vines. Oh boy. Going like into their nose and into their mouth and... Oh, that's gross. That's sad. I'm going to check the nearest one to see if they are dead. They are all alive. Oh. All right, well... Make a medical check, Garlic. Yeah, I can do medicine. I'm going to roll like a one, aren't I? Hey, 26. (laughs) Yeah, I have a plus seven to medicine. Nice. Okay, so you inv- you kind of go start going investigating like one person, a few people, and you you see that all of them have the right color. Right, they, these are all they're colored. Like they have they have mm-hmm. actual tone to their skin and clothes, but they're all pale but alive. None of them have the look of being dead. You can see a slight pulse in their neck, but they all look emaciated. But at the same time. Uh, you're investigating just one of the townspeople and while they look like they seem very drained and pale there's also, they don't seem malnourished and the more you look at it you see how some of the pulses in the vines seem to be pulsing into them and some seem to be pulsing out and on this, you're like, these vines are keeping them alive and draining something from them first of all, this is gross Second of all, I concur. I just had an idea for immortality, but we're not going to go there. So, I say we get to the root of the problem. Yeah, but if we do that, won't they die? From my medicine check? Because uh, Daniel 
things from that medicine check. You know, we do it, they're going to live, but, you know, they're not going to get their, they're going to be cut off of life support, so they're not going to be able to, they're not being sustained, but they're also not going to be drained at the same time. That is what you would assume. You assume that they are still alive because whatever this is is providing them what they need to stay alive Mm -hmm. and not die of malnutrition, but what it's taking from them seems to be more of an essence of what they are and a an energy on a much more magical level than physical so you don't think they will th- this is not keeping them alive as much as sustaining their life that they do have okay um people does it look like there's like one main vein, main vine that goes to them and it spreads out or is it just a bunch of vines going from all over it's coming there's a main vine in the center of the graveyard yeah that's where it's located is it like one vine kind of coming to them and then spreading out over their body or it is our like is there vines hitting each individual person from like all over the place it's real hard to tell but you you can tell there's at least numerous sources of vines okay um numerous vines some of them might branch at some point to go to each of them but it it's a similar source at least i think we'd be better off just hitting it in the graveyard um I do kind of rolling off of this 26, and since I am a monk, could I be able to determine in terms of, you know, like their chakra or their, their life essence, what it is taking from them? Ooh. Like, I don't have a particular chakra. skill I... other than, you know, I can heal people with my key points, but I wonder, you know, if, because I am a medic, if I can kind of get an insight. If. You're willing to spend a key point. I am willing to spend that. a key point. Okay. I am willing because garlic I've is been... is curious by nature. I, yeah. So spending a key point, you you feel your key and their key echo, and you can feel another echo from their key that feels so far away, and that the essence of the, and their energy and their life, the, the, the soul, what supports the soul is being fed to something elsewhere. Hmm. Not on this plane. I'm thinking, and I could be wrong, that this plant is keeping the shadow people back in our, our not shadow world tangible and you know, looking colorful uh, while these people are held here. Is my guess. They could all be feeding that really bad dude too. Yeah, I it could all be going back to one. Well, cause like, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, but that could account for you know the townspeople that we interviewed seeming in perfect health and not shadowy at all would be my guess. Um. So we just set it on fire then. Seeing she was saying all of this out loud because I don't know if I should yes. be responding. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. He, that, that that part was out loud. By the way, among the people in this building is Kev Banran. Yeah, the son. Mm-hmm. Is is Naruto running lady here? Yes. <laughs> Naruto. <running laughs> potato, potato man. Potato man. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was holding off on that it's until you said. <laughs> I thought I'd gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you, best kids. Uh, well, it's unfortunate that none of you are going to survive this encounter now. I say we set that fine thing on fire. Yeah. 
I, I say we kill the vines. Although, I think it's going to be a little more difficult. Uh, that's my guess. This scene, well, then just, you know, chopping and getting to the the root. The root's always more difficult to yank out than, than everything on the surface. Uh, I guess I was thinking I was just going to set it on fire from afar, but... I mean, we could try that. I want to see this thing burn. Fire. Actually, I'm going to stick in here for the moment. That way, if things go terribly wrong, I can start just breaking all the vines going to the people. Fair enough. I could poison the vines. Do you have plant poisons? I mean, I have poisons that kill living, things that are alive and are susceptible to poison. It's less of a physical thing and more of just my essence. Okay. I can... But we can try burning it at first. So what are you going to hit it with? Uh, Agnazar Scorcher. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Uh, so it needs to make a reflex save. I, you know, I'm gonna say that this plant is not good at making reflex saves. Or dexterity saving throw. Sorry. It don't move. Well, it's it's something. I'm not gonna call it a plant. So you're aiming at this kind of that core of the vines yeah. in the graveyard. Yeah. Okay. They didn't really. I rolled really bad, but um, nine damage. Okay. It's a line of roaring flame, thirty feet long and five feet wide. Okay, so you may have done nine damage. But you did nine damage to every single one of these vines within that area. You basically throw your hands forward and this just wall of flame bursts up out of the ground. And you see it severing the vines and things between people in the church. And you see it hit that main body of the vines. And it doesn't seem to die. But what instead happens is you hear, not not even out loud... In your heads, this high-pitched shriek, and all the vines instantly withdraw off the people, out of the church, and into the spot in the middle. And then, as everything goes quiet again... That seemed to work. Shadow seems to pour up out and form into figure. Oh, boy. Ooh. So out of the center of this graveyard, this skeletally thin humanoid form rises up, 15 feet tall, with its feet kind of almost like roots into where the plant base was. And there are tendrils of smoke coming off of it and like the same kind of like weird tendril vines out of the top of its head kind of waving in the air and bits that look almost like branches and it has flaming white eyes and it moves Gross. in to attack you, Jack. Could everyone roll initiative? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't really blame it. Oh dear, that's not good. Twelve. Five. Sixteen. Okay, it is going to move forward towards yep. you, Jack, and it is going to attack you. Can I react yep. and use a spell point? A uh, shield? Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah, shield. Shield yeah. is just reaction. It's just reaction. Yeah. I don't have to yeah. do a spell point. Okay. Okay, well, it's probably still going to hit you with a 25. I, I have a, um, because I'm standing within five feet of her, um, while wielding a shield uh, and I see her attacking, I can use my reaction to impose a disadvantage on their attack roll. Okay. Okay. All right, so... So I'm at... What is that, at five? Yes. Until the end of... your Or until your next turn. Oh, okay. Um. So at that point, a 17 will not hit you, will it? No, because it's a knight. Yeah, I mean, team 20, one. however. Oof. Yeah, nice. Um, on your skill, Tom, does it say until the end of the turn, or 
Just that one attack. It says you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. Okay, so it's just that one. So well, thank you for saving me from one. And does 18 hit you? No. Oh. I'm at a nine. So four tendrils whip out at you, and only one manages to hit you. Dang it. <clears throat> Take 20 damage. From one? 16 damage. It rolled maximum damage. It, on a net 20. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, why do you have to be like that? <laughs> You're trying to kill me? <laughs> uh, excuse me. Take 24 damage. Ooh. Um, just out of curiosity, and I'm, I'm, I have never played a paladin before, but isn't there some sort of aura that I give out that gives her a bonus of some kind? Uh, you'd have to activate it on your turn. Okay, just checking. I didn't know if it was an automatic thing. Nope. But since it, you have to wait until your turn, which is coming up. Jeez, that thing does a lot of damage. Yeah, it doesn't attack you four times. So it is now your turn, Mervin. You see this thing attack your new friend. Okay, so is it near us right now, or is it still like 35 feet away from us? He's about 15 feet away from you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what's your, how, how badly did you just get hit? Like, am I concerned here? I have, I, I'm bleeding, but not like. It was, it was. A pretty substantial looking hit. Cause she doesn't look particularly. Well, never mind. Yeah, no. You're you got a stupid number of hit points yeah, for a I wizard. <laughs> um, okay. I have a high con, so I look like I took a heavy hit, but I'm not like on dire straits, you know, like not like at death's door, but I do look like it hurt um, <laughs> a lot. Also, at the end of its turn, I would like all of you to make a wisdom saving throw. But. Okay. 23. 19. Okay. I'm going to use Tides of Chaos. Ooh, okay. I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and activate my um, aura of protection. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh... So if I use my, um, if I turn my weapon into like a sacred weapon, is that using an action and I can't attack? Yes. You have to do it next time. I got a seven. Okay. You are frightened of it. Okay. You just can't move closer, and any attacks you make uh, are at disadvantage. Okay, well, I'm going to move forward and attack him. Okay. So my range is five feet, so I don't know where his end reaches right there. at. Right there. Is right there? Okay, then I'll be right here. Um, and I will uh, go to attack. So. Do I need to up my wild magic? You need to actually roll for your wild magic. Okay, I'm good. Okay. Barely. So I'm rolling my attack. I rolled a 21 on that the first attack. Oof. Okay, so the first hit was for 10 damage, and then I rolled a nat 1 for the second attack. Yeah, that's not going to gonna hit the second one. So you rolled 10 damage? Yep. So on attacks so. that do hit, you can, as a paladin, just expend a spell slot to do a, a smite if you have any. Oh. Is you, can, you can wait to use that till after you have a hit. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. That's what makes Paladins gross. Divine Smite. When you hit with a melee attack, you can spend one spell slot to deal oh, 2d8 extra radiant damage. Mm. Which, so whichever level you want to uh, burn, if you burn a higher than first level, you do extra damage. I'll, I will burn a second level, I guess. Okay, so roll 3d8 damage then. 14. Okay, so you, as you hit it, you channel your divine energy into your blade, and it lights up 
and this creature seems to shy away, and you hear all hear that shriek in your heads again as the radiant energy just cleaves into one of these tendrils, and it seems to do a lot more damage than you would anticipate it doing. Oh. Um, dang it. <laughs> it doesn't get to heal this turn. Three points of damage. Yeah, so you did 10 damage with a hit, and then uh, you did a bunch with the radiant. It did 28 radiant. Woo! Yikes. Yes. Uh, and so that would make it, uh, unless there's something else you want to do, that would make it garlic's turn. Go garlic. I don't have an extra action, Argentine, do I? Nope, not that I know of. Hey, I'm going to come around the corner because I actually couldn't see this thing. Now that you can, do you want to go back around the corner? A little bit, <laughs> right. but that's not going to be super helpful. Can I shimmy to right about there around it, or is it blocking that? Technically, you're in its square, but I'm going to allow, allow it because it's not, it's just tall is what it is. So you can, right there, it's just tall. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get there. I am going to burn a key point. Well, basically, so basically I pop open, you know, my cloak and inside, you probably, you would have seen this earlier, Mervin, but inside the cloak is actually uh, covered with white feathers and it's blowing, and you took a good chunk of my garlic, but I have the rest of the garlic fly out, and a noxious aura starts emanating from me. So, what's that called? My, my tummy starts rumbling. <laughs> <laughs> it does not smell like garlic. Garlic is covering up this aura. Oh, um, that's why he smells like garlic. So, it, that's one key point. Uh, and then I'm going to punch it. Okay. I, well, no, I'm going to actually hit it with uh, my staff. We're gonna okay. do that. Because um, quarter staff, two-handed. Okay, so two-handed. Okay, so does a 12 hit. No. Darn it. I rolled a four. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I will try to hit it again since I have two attacks. A 12 again. Wow, I am not. Nope, that did not hit. And then that was, I believe that was my... Oh, no, Noxious Aura is not a bonus action. It's just no action required. All right. Actually, no, I will... S I'll make a, a unarmed attack for my bonus action. Unarmed strike. Okay. That's a dirty 20. That will hit. And does nine bludgeoning damage. Perfect. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. All righty. Okay, it is actually not Jack's turn. Isn't it its turn? I rolled bad. I'm last. Oh, it's first, but there is something else that gets to go before you yeah. Oh, well, fine then. It's fine. I really wouldn't worry about it. There is a sudden shimmer of energy in the air. Is it magical? Yep. Can I counterspell it? You've already used your reaction. You're right. I used my reaction already. It didn't even get me anything. And behind you, Jack, coming out of a dimension door, are Hendrix <sighs> and Ripjaw. What? Son of a gun. But why? Because the shadow forms you guys never killed. Because oh. they teleported out. <laughs> so Mervin, you see behind Jack two more humanoid figures appear. They are lacking in color, but one is a dragonborn with a great sword, and the other is a tiefling that, uh, I don't know, what does he use for a weapon? He's a bard, I believe he just has a loot. Yeah, with a loot. And that... Mostly just casts is uh, now now it is a uh, check turn. I cast fireball. Oh crap. 
Are you kidding me? I'm not going to survive a pull on assault from a gigantic... Yeah, anyway. Well, Hendrix save. Uh, Ripjaw did not. Okay, let me look this. 33 damage. So Ripjaw takes the full 33. Uh, Hendrix, however, seems like he doesn't... He, he managed to dodge out of the way for, of most of it. And also, he's resistant to it. Oh, right. So he only takes 7 damage out of that. And I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Okay. That's not too bad. 16. Yeah. That beats his save. Um, He rolled supremely good damage on it, so you reduce the 8 down to 4. He rolled 8 on 3d10. Oh, jeez. I know. That was like my that was like my Agonidar Forger. It was like 1s. I was like, really? Uh, so <laughs> that is, uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, Hendrix is not looking great. Like, super great. But it's now uh, the Shadow Thing's turn. Uh, it needs to roll a constitution saving throw. Hmm, does a 17 do it? Yeah, that, that does, that, that is good. It does not become poisoned. All right. Um, well, Jack, you are not its concern anymore. Yeah, radiant light of Well, uh, 10's not going to hit you, Mervin. Another no. 10's not going to hit you, Mervin. Nope. 26, however, will. Yeah, it will. And a 24? Yeah. Oof. That's more like it, baby. So you take 26 damage, and I need you to make a strength saving throw. Mm. 27. So <laughs> rolled a that 20. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, cool. So you feel the tendrils try to wrap around you to restrain you, and you just shrug them off. Ah, no! As you feel I'm that radiant energy, you're going to bite one <laughs> Well, uh, it is now your turn. <laughs> oh, at the end of your turn, Jack, could you roll a wisdom saving throw for me? Uh, yeah, that's neat. Okay, you're still frightened. That's all. Okay, I'm going to channel divinity and make my weapon a sacred weapon. Okay. And I'm going to go stand within five feet of um, garlic. Oh, cool. If I can. You can. You might not want to. It's Why? true. He's giving off an aura that will poison you. Yeah. If you're within five feet of me. In that case, then I'll go stand five feet next to her. <laughs> okay. No, no, attack the thing. Well, I, I can't attack now because I did my action, right? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, fun fact. The second... So, you, you hold up your weapon and it emits bright light. So, it's like being in daylight within 20 feet of you, which is going to be real interesting. All three of these... So the shadows of these two people you don't recognize and this monster just shudder away from the light. You can tell that it hurts them to see that light. Hmm. And yeah, so that is now it's your turn. Um, it is now Garlic's turn. Hmm. Oh, and just so you guys know, for all three of us, um, you have a plus three to all your saving throws right now. Cool. I need that. Oh, yeah. I'm going to run to the backside of these guys. Because I okay. feel like I'm not going to do much. I'm going to risk the attack of a t opportunity. Wow. Double 18s with disadvantage. Uh, so you take 13 damage. Okay. I can. Um, and so you're saying Hendrix doesn't look good? Hendrix is not looking great. Okay. He I'm was the going... one you guys wailed on before. I'm going to hit him with my staff. A natural one. Uh, you're going to miss him with your staff. I'm going to miss him with my staff and hit him again. Try to hit. Okay, a 22. I think that hits. Yeah, to be funny, your natural one almost hits. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Because <laughs> his AC is eleven, so yeah, you double this, double the hit. Okay. Um. So that's uh, ten damage. Yep. Right. And um, let's do. Actually, uh, on that one, I'm going to spend a key point and do a stunning strike. Oh. Nope. It's so less than a fifteen. Stunned. Oh, he, he rolled a. He rolled a two. There's I, I don't even have to look at his character. He doesn't have a plus 13. <laughs> All right. And then I'm going to spend another key point and do a flurry of blows. So the first one is an un, is flurry of blows just unarmed. I believe it is. Just a pop pop. Yeah. Two unarmed strikes is a bonus okay. action. With advantage. So the first one, I'm thinking a 21 hits. Yeah. Uh, so that 21, seven damage. Okay. <laughs> I'm debating... Yeah, since he's stunned, I'll hit, go for him again. Not a natural 20, so four, four more damage. Uh, seven on the first one, four on the second one. Okay. He's still up. But, um, I mean, he's stunned until the end of your next turn. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll keep him like that. Okay. That, that's so the that end of my turn. My... Yep, it is now Shadow Ripjaw's turn. He's going to... Uh, does a 15 hit you? 15 does not. Armor okay. class is 17. Yeah, that'll hit you then, because that's uh, 20. Yeah, 20, 20 will hit me. But he does not get the plus 5 from his charging at you. Uh, oh, also both of them need to make or need to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, Did you think Hendrix... some serious Fremunda? Is that what's going on? Pretty much. Hendrix does not make it, and uh, Ripjaw does. Uh, the DC's 15, but yeah. Uh, one of them rolled an 18, one of them rolled a 2. Yeah, okay. So Hendrix is now poisoned and uh, takes 3 poison damage. Oh, great. Cool. Cool. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, Does he keel over from poison? No, you take 7 damage, from, oh, 8 damage from a Rip Jaws Rip Great Jaw. Sword hitting you. Alright. Oh, I know what he should have done. He'll do it next turn. Jeez. Sure you don't want to leave Hendrix alone. But anyways, it is now Jack's turn. Okay. I am it's going... It's actually Hendrix's turn, but not your turn. I am going to cast Haste on Garlic. And then oh. I'm going to spend a Quicken Spell 2 SP to cast um, uh, Firebolt at Hendrix, because he looks like he's about to be dead, right? Yep. Okay. Maybe something that's not fire-based. Oh, I guess because he's a tiefling. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's all my range spells, though. They're all fire. Do you have a cold touch? Chill touch? Ice that's knife, it. but don't I have to be up there? I think ice knife is a 30-foot range. Is it? Yeah. yeah, you throw it, and then it explodes on impact. I do have ice knife, so we'll do that. Which means, I guess, we'll potentially hit garlic, too. But... Yeah. That's okay. From the smell coming from under that robe, he needs to be refrigerated after open. <laughs> uh, so you'd roll an attack roll, and it would be 1d10 piercing damage, and then creatures around have to make a deck saving throw. Okay, so I uh, ruled a... I add my spell attack bonus to that, right? Yes. Okay, a 23. Okay, yeah, that hits. Um, Garlic and Ripjaw need to make a dexterity saving throw. Hendrix would, but he's stunned, so he automatically fails. It's oh, a 12. Uh, 12? You're going yep, to take this... And I'm going to use evasion. So there's a 1d10 and two, uh, 
to Hendrix and then 2d6 to everybody. Jen. 10? For the 1d10. Yeah, I know. Not for the 2d6. That's why I'm laughing because there's more coming. Uh, 7. All right. The ice knife pierces through Hendrix, who his form sh- just dissolves into shadow. But Garlic and Hend- or, uh, Ripjaw take seven. All right. I'm going to have that down to three or four because yeah. I have evasion. Did you add your plus three to your Ooh. saving throws? Uh, if there's a saving throw for that? Yeah, yeah. My s- Jack saving throws like at 17. Yeah. So you take half. Sweet. I feel better now. Four. Okay. Um, so that was Jack's turn, which it then it goes back to the top of the round, which is our friend the consuming shadow's turn he is going to attack mervin with disadvantage Ooh, that was a 16 and a natural 20 so a 24 hit you yes uh 19 does not hit you nope 14 or an 18 doesn't hit you so one of them hits and you take 14 damage 14 damage. Are you not looking so hot, Garlic? Uh, I mean, I'm at 38 of 63. Yeah. But I can do some healing on myself. Um, so now I've got... <clears throat> trying to figure out if there's something I can do. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and take a swing. So I'm going to do... Do I have to get closer or am I close enough to hit Oh, him? you're fine. Does 23 hit? Yep. Okay. I'm going to do this for the second hit because I'm just going to do another hit as well. So just that way I have the numbers. Um, seven plus nine. So 16. Does 16 hit? I doubt it. Nope. Nope, it does okay, not. Okay, so the first one does hit, and I'm going to uh, swing with the Shatter Spike, and I'm going to expend a, a spell slot. Uh, let's see. A second level spell slot. Okay, so roll a 3d8. Oh. <laughs> so, again... The radiant damage tears through this thing, and you do a grand total of 43 damage to it. Oof. Okay. Gross. Is it your turn? Do you want to move at all? Um, I will move to the other side of her. All right, so the aura of light being given off by you now encompasses Ripjaw again. So, who shies away from the light? Uh, it is then Garlic's turn. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess... Uh, I might as well, I think. You do have haste on you, by the way. Yeah, so that's what double my speed, but I get I get one extra attack. <laughs> yeah, you get an extra attack. Yeah. So I'll get three attacks. And plus yeah, two we'll, to we'll, AC. And plus two to my AC. So we'll we'll just start swinging with my quarter staff. Does a twenty four hit? Yep. That's eleven points of damage with that. Gross. Uh, mm, yeah, let's let's uh burn a key point and stunning strike okay doesn't a roll uh okay i'm gonna just check because i don't i don't i think the answer is no that uh no 11 does not make it 11 does not make it so he's stunned he's stunned uh i now have advantage on my next two attacks Mm-hmm. so that's a 10 so 24 hits yep so that's seven more damage okay then my haste attack 15 probably doesn't hit. Does not hit. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to... Oh boy, I'm going to spend another key point for Fury of Blows. Do an unarmed strike against him. you got to be getting low on key points. <laughs> I, I have one more after this. Um, let's see if this one hits. 25. Oh, yeah, that hits. 
So that's seven points of bludgeoning damage. Mm-hmm. And then with my second unearned strike, I'm going to heal myself. Smart. Hands of healing. So I got to roll my own d6. I don't have any dice out. I'll roll it for you. No, I got it. <laughs> Five. Sure? Ooh, that's not bad. Yeah, so... I would roll the one for him. <laughs> Five. So I heal myself eight points. Nice. Well, I want you... I just really want you to know I am unhappy with the fact that you managed to stun Ripjaw. Yeah, in the I extreme, bet. Because he has a 30-foot line attack. <laughs> and all three of you are standing in a line. <laughs> oh, that is true. I mean, he'd be running into uh, into some brightness. He he wouldn't even have to. He could stand outside the brightness and hit all of you with a 30-foot oh, line. Yeah, because he's got a dragon breath. That was going to be my turn. And now you've ruined <laughs> now everything. Now he's stunned. That's why I was like, you know what? I should stun him now that I hit him on the first hit. Thank you. Dang it. Okay, it Monks. is now Ripjaw's turn. He just glares at you. He's got to make a con saving throw. Uh, 19. Nah, he makes it. He is not poisoned. Can I roll to be not afraid anymore? You didn't. Uh, roll, you're right. Roll uh, see if you're afraid. Plus three to that. Yeah. 11. No. The, seeing this horrifying visage of this thing is still... I'm just like, that thing is so nasty. Get away from me. And so you see where, as you would, as you're hitting it, um, Mervin, you see where it, it would be trying to heal itself, but the radiant damage you're doing is preventing it from healing. Yeah. So, thanks. <laughs> it is now Jack's turn. I think I'm gonna cast Shadow Blade. Okay. Well, because it worked against, right? Mm -hmm. It actually seemed to be super effective because it's made of shadow, and this entire plane is made of shadow. Can I make it to him? Jump? Yeah. Yeah, you can get to him. Okay. I'm not going to attack something I'm afraid of. It is, however, going to take a attack opportunity at you and is going to hit. Hey. Uh, 11 more damage. Um, All right, yeah, so you get ad you get advantage against Ripjaw. You get double advantage against Ripjaw, but... Okay, that is dumb. Plus 10. 14. I rolled a 4 twice. Oh. Anyways. Uh, well, magic check. I'm fine. Okay. It is the creature's turn. Wow. It misses with I'm every not... single attack against you, Mervin. Yes! <laughs> it didn't roll above an 11 with eight rolls. Good. Wow. That's what it gets. Um, <laughs> trying to fight me. It, in fact, rolled most below five. So... jeez. Well, <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at. It, it, just, it just knows it's... it's... It's supposed to lose. That's what's what's going on here. Apparently. Uh, so that would make it then your turn. My turn. How's he looking, by the way? He's look looking like he's taking some hits. Okay. All right. Um. All right. Well, I mean, how how are the other two? How are the other two looking? They're looking okay. Um. They look like they've seen some some damage, but yeah. Can, and okay. the the foe they're fighting is stunned in place. So. Okay. He's uh. not. Do I know if that? Like um, undead or a fiend or anything like that? You would assume no, because you were within 60 feet of the church when you cast that before. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Okay, well, I guess I'll swing again. Oh. oh. Nope. 11 is not going to hit. We're all missing. How about 18? <laughs> Barely hits. Yes. It does hit. <laughs> Are you going to divine smite it? I'm going to go I'm gonna go Wily here. I'm going to use a third level uh, for divine smite. Okay. 
So that's going to be what? 48. 48. Nice. That's a lot of damage. All right. So you let out this shout, this war cry, and you plunge your blade into its side, and you all hear that just agonized shriek in your head. It is still alive. Barely. <laughs> uh, you did 48 with that, plus 9. You did 57 damage to it this turn. Nice. Um, now, it is not looking good. Okay. And yeah, that is your turn. I would make it garlics now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use my regular action. I'm going to pull out a healer's kit and use that to heal Jack. Oh, thank you. So right. that is 1d6. Plus four plus ten. So that's nineteen points of damage. Or nineteen really? points of healing. That's <laughs> I, what like, I oh, healed here. I that healed was... nineteen points of damage. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that that's that's the nice thing about how having the healer's feet mm-hmm. is it's one D six plus your uh, wisdom plus their level pretty much. Gross. Yeah. I mean, great. And what are you gonna do for your hasted action? I'm gonna hit Ripjaw. We hope. We hope. <laughs> You're gonna attempt. With a quarter step, but I only get one quarter step hit on him. Love an advantage. I rolled two fours again. Mm. Um, this seems to be the what theme tonight. Is it with us in four? Uh, I'm gonna do an unarmed strike for my bonus action. Okay, Jack. Twenty-one. That hits. I'm gonna use my last key point and do another <laughs> stunning strike. Okay. Um. Do you get those back after a long rest or 20. short rest? Ah, oh, he makes it. Uh, short rest. All right. So, is that the end of your turn? That that's all I can do. Okie day. I, I that's a actually I'm gonna adjust to right there. Oh wait, I, let me do another, just to see if I got a nat twenty. Nope, that was a nat one. Okay. <laughs> Quite the opposite. Since I technically had advantage, but he is now flanked. All right, he's gonna take an attack at each of you at disadvantage. Uh, does an 18 hit you, Jack? Uh, do I get my reaction? Yeah, if you want to, yeah. Okay. I put up shield and then it doesn't. All right, so you, this arcane energy bursts up in front of you. His blade slams into it and he turns around. Does an 18 hit you, t- uh, garlic? Time. Not when I'm hasted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it's now Jack's turn. Does Jack okay. need to make a wild magic check? Yes, yep. I would need to. It's pretty high. I know. (laughs) Yeah. It won't be for long. (laughs) I still made it. (laughs) Yep, I'm at plus (laughs) ten. Just a ticking time bomb. Yep, pretty much. Every time you're casting now, there is a notable spark of energy along your hand. I'm just like, oh, it didn't happen that time. Oh, it didn't happen that time. (laughs) I'm just like, I visibly just like. All right, it is your turn. Anyways, um, you have. Advantage with attacks of the Shadow Blade. Well, you have yeah. like triple advantage right now. Yeah, that's what I'm just gonna attack. Is what I was gonna say. Oh, that definitely is a lot better than a four. Uh, twenty-three. Okay, roll again just to see if you. Oh, to roll higher. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's like a twenty-seven. Yeah. Um. Also, roll for a Wisdom save from last turn. We didn't do that again. Oh. Um. Rip John needs to roll a Con save. Oh, I seem to like elevens. Nope. Um, he makes it twenty. Okay. Oh. Yeah. All right. So I stabbed the thing. Yep. Seriously? That's it. Just two. Yep. All right. Well, you do four damage to him because the Shadow Blade is twice as effective here. He's looking real rough. Uh, it is now the horrifying creature's turn. 
It's not having any luck against you. Uh, does a 26 hit you, Garlic? Yes. Oh, crap. Never mind. Disadvantage. Ooh, but a 21 will. Yes, a 21 will hit. That one won't. Yeah, so he gets one hit in. Ooh. Uh, take 16 damage. Oof. Man, this thing is you just, yeah, that light. That light. Great move. Uh, Mervin, your turn. Oh, my turn. Okay, well, I guess I'll move closer to it now. I guess I'll just attack it. Seems to have worked before. <laughs> yeah, seems to be fine. 25 hits, I'm guessing? Yes, it does. And the second one is not 11 is hit. not. Okay. All right. But so for the first one, let's see. Okay. Just eight. Um, um, I'll you go ahead and use a first level spell slot. Okay. <laughs> so that's what, a 2d8? Yep. Okay. Yeah. How would you like to Pretty take good. it out? <laughs> um, I want him cut from head to toe in half. Easily done. As And your blade lights up. We're talking like lightsaber lighting. You just jump up, leave down through it, and you see kind of the tendrils that make its form, trying to hold it together, but they tear apart, and it just falls into two halves and then dissolves into shadow. And there's that fading cry in your own minds as it dies. Excellent. Um, and then I will move. Okay. It is oh. then Garlic's turn. Hey, I'm going to hit him with my staff, because that's all I can do. Stick it in his nostril. With advantage, because he is being flanked. Mm-hmm. Do you still have hate? 26. <laughs> that hits. So nine hits. points of damage. 27. That hits. Another nine points of damage. And, oh, I get another because of hasted. 17? 17. 17 does not hit. Ah. Uh, and then a bonus action, unarmed strike. 22. Yep. That's six damage. So oh. that's 18, 24 points of damage. <laughs> How do you want to kill your friend? <laughs> oh, just to the hit po- point. To the hit point. So, gonna it's not a friend. It's a yeah. Garlic. Why? He cries as he dies. <laughs> so you know, give a couple pretty good smacks with the um, with the staff, and then I come around, cradle his head. Like you're looking a bit pale, and just squish it into shadow. Oh. And everything goes quiet as the last shadowy figment fades. Mm. Not as crunchy as I thought it would be. Okay. The shadow? Yeah. Oh. I mean, it seems substantial up until the end, and then it just kind of gives. I think most of us seem substantial up until the end. <laughs> there, there's a bit more popping. I mean, bones are hard to get through with your so, bare hands. As you guys are kind of recovering from all this, staggering out of the church, looking very disoriented, is Kev. Mm-hmm. What the hell's going on here? Seems we're in a... Uh, we're kind of stuck in a cavern full of rocks. <laughs> that doesn't sound pleasant at all. No, no. Guess to be more succinct. What, Jack? We're in we're in the shadow dimension? Plane. Plane. We just saved your hmm. life, by the way. You know. Well, thank you for that. You um, had some weird kind of monstrosity trying to suck out your life. Feels like it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's all you need to know right if the people behind them are stirring and waking up as well. Other people? Yeah. Like Potato Man and... Yes. Well, like Potato Man and Naruto Running Girl. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and rake zombie. <laughs> <laughs> rake zombie. I think I missed that one the first time around. What is a rake zombie? You were at their last session. Because he's all pale, I guess, and has a rake. Rake zombie is staying next to you now. Oh, rake. rake ooh, yeah. He's, yeah. Ooh. All right. So, what are you guys going to do? I'm going to ask them if they remember anything about how they got here. He ba- he tells you that he was doing his rounds, and the last thing he remembers is, is going down the road, kind of down near the fork, and he remembers hearing a voice, and that's the last thing he remembers. He doesn't remember what it said, just remembers like a voice in his mind. He went down near the what? The, the fork near the... Oh, okay. Where you guys went off in the woods to find the cave. And he remembers hearing a voice um, calling to him, and... He remembers like looking around for it, and that's the last thing he remembers. You don't know how you ended up in the church, or you know the oh, shadow plane. No, not at all. Do you think? Does everybody? If, if you don't mind, um, does everybody have that same story? Well, it's, yeah, r- different locations. Some people remember seeing a shape. Okay, but nobody like remembers the cave or the mirror or anything like that nope. either. No one remembers that. Okay. Or how they got in the church. Um, and fun fact for you guys: as people start coming to, there's probably about. 50 people. Yikes. Which you were told about 20 disappeared. So almost I mean, the entire I'm not surprised. town is, is shadow people. Is shadow people. Hmm. Freaking liars. Yeah, every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely. So, like so what, should we, what should we do? Um. Well, we're kind of stuck here. Rest. Everyone needs to get rest, including yeah. me. Yeah. We did. Before, um, we, before we do a long rest, um, I don't know if it matters, but I'm going to do a create food and water spell. Oh, there you go. That does matter. Oh, that is that does that will help a lot because I only have one day's worth of rations. Uh, no, you'd have a few more than that. Uh, uh, Biff okay. gave you guys the rations oh, she yeah. had before she left. Yeah. yeah. So before the she... create food and water gives enough food for 15 people. Okay, and that's to like fully fill them. Um, they've so like they'll kind of share it so everyone gets something. They're actually not feeling super hungry because they were being you know nourished. Mm. Like, so should we wait here at the church or what? I, mm. Let's get, let's get back inside the church temporarily and not have our color showing to everything. Fair enough. Yeah, that's Fair that's enough. definitely strange. So how do we get out of this place? Don't know yet. To that's be determined. We, that's why we're still here. But, but glad you whatever, whatever that plant creature was doing to you may may help us get out of here. I'll, I'll take your word for it. And that's just my guess. I'm going to ask them uh, if they remember anything about when they were being sucked dry. No, I don't. All of them have like the last thing I remember is like right before they were taken. Okay. Well, we have some theories because we we aren't capable of traveling back through the space that we first traveled through to get here, um, which is more than likely the way you guys got here. So we have another theory we want to try, except for it's a ways away in the, what, what was it, town? Uh, Kellendale. Kellendale. Well, sh- should, should oh, we... Oh, your father... You have a father? Yeah. I, does he have a mirror? Does he have a... I mean, do you have a mirror that's been passed down from generation to generation? Not that I remember. 
It would be. It's a pretty. Mm. It's a pretty fine mirror. Yeah, I don't think it's something you would remember. It's pretty. Pretty fancy. <sighs> In your father's office. Yeah. You ha- You have a dad, right? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the next yeah, question. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember a mirror like that. No. Is he in charge of can kill you? No, he's a merchant there. He's he's a noble, but he's not in charge. Does he like you? You have a good relationship. Yeah. Don't don't know what that. Yeah, I'm really confused. To be fair, this is ah, this is all a little much for me. I'm not gonna lie. I know. I just I, I apologize for interrogating you with some questions. No, I, I don't. Just trying to figure out how to get out of here and. What what we what information we have collected that is accurate and which is not. <laughs> I mean, I'll, yeah, my father and I get along fine. I just um, why isn't he here? I don't know. Maybe he's none the wiser. Maybe he just bought a fancy mirror and is, doesn't know anything else. He said it been passed through the generations. That is not something you just you buy a fancy mirror and you're like, oh yeah, that's been in my family for generations. I mean, I guess, but I don't see why he would need to because he's a merchant and has got fancy stuff anyways. <laughs> I don't really see the point of him lying to us about a mirror like that. Mm. Like, just, I don't know. I just feel like the dad should be here too if the son is. Hmm. So you guys going to rest here? Yeah. Are we doing a short yeah. or long rest? I, I need a long. I used a lot of my um Your spells. Spell yeah. I don't have any I don't have a lot of spells either. I still have right. a lot of sorcery points, so I could technically turn those into spells, but Well, if you guys need to rest, we'll keep a watch out. Thank you. I mean it's the least okay. we can do. Mm-hmm. Alright, so you guys rest. And in the Yay. morning? Okay. Um it's because yeah. again it's it, there's no in there's the, no difference. equally gray. In the equally lightless yet somehow you can see the light dawn or whatever you wake up i've got a good um, pretty i've got a pretty good internal clock i was like i was gonna mark it so like that we've slept once here yeah oh could all of like, you roll a wisdom saving throw uh, all right 19 why all these wisdom things Arr. 26 uh 13 okay you're all fine jack you feel my my aura when i sleep do, do i have to reset it turn it back on i think it's temporary it's like a minute at a time i think yeah Okay. But you're fine. You're fine. You you have kind of a, a rougher sleep, um, but you you when you wake up you feel fine. Just you you remember having a little bit more like you get that sense of having had disturbing dreams. Okay, I get stuff back, right? Yeah, you get all your stuff back. Um, so what are you guys gonna do? What's your course forward? Gonna head down to Kellendale? I think that's that's our best lead at the yeah. moment. Yeah, I mean, like we yeah. don't really have any other. Kev asks, so uh, what? Should we stay here? Should we go back to this cave you were talking about? Should we, should we come with you? I don't know. I like. I'd hate for you guys to stay here and then have another monster come up and like try to start sucking your life force again. Can yeah, any of you guys fight? I mean, we can. I mean, fight, I guess, but not like not like what you guys are doing. I mean, I could I could fight like I don't know a boar maybe. That's gonna take us forever to travel with like fifty people though. So it wouldn't take you too much longer. Harder to sneak. We definitely would not be sneaky. Maybe we should have you guys go somewhere else. Definitely, like not be in the church. Like either it's in the cave or you follow us. But I don't feel like you should stay here. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement with that. Because like, just in case they send more whatever those things were, 
come get you guys or something. At least you'd be in a different place. So they'd have to go looking for you. I don't know if the... I don't know if... The only concern I would have with the cave is if, you know, other people got brought over yeah. if there's going to yeah. be more activity there. Yeah. I mean, we could put them somewhere else. I just don't think they should stay in the church. So should we come down to the, the city with you? I think you should, guys should at least follow us some of the way. Like, right. at least just not be at the church anymore. All right. I think that, I mean, at least then there's numbers. And, I mean, mm-hmm. we can try to help you fight, I guess. I mean, we're not going to do a lot, but. Yeah, I'm not worried. I just want to make it harder for whatever's hunting you guys to be able to find you, yeah, <laughs> which pre- is still going to be hard. Or it's still going to be easy f- with 50 people, but... Well, maybe we can just find somewhere on the outskirts of Kellendale then and lay low there while you guys go in. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I definitely don't recommend us marching into Kennedy <laughs> with 50 people. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea. Unless yeah. we just kind of want to take it over, I guess. We'll, we'll let you guys go maybe a little <laughs> bit ahead of us then and keep a sharp eye out and let us know if we need to hide somewhere, but we can. Yeah. Sure. Sounds, right. sounds like a plan. Yep. Mervin, are you actually outside? Yeah. Um, Just like a, a step or two out the door. Yeah, make a perception check. Oh, oh no, I didn't perceive nothing. Hang on. <laughs> you should have some wisdom to add to that at least. I do. I've got, oh, actually I'm all right. Uh, 16? 16? Yeah, that's what I would have got was a 16. You get this kind of like feeling like at the like at the back of your neck like someone's watching you. Oh. You see, you kind of like, that's odd. And it, it feels like it's not just like a paranoia. Like you, you really get this sense that you're being watched. And you kind of turn around and look out and down towards like the center of town, you see a figure standing there kind of just looking in your direction, like the direction of the church. Short figure, probably a child, you would judge. Any color? Yes. Kind of. They are darker skin, but there is brown to their hair. uh, And some, like, it's, they don't look completely desaturated like everything else here does. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to say, hey, look at that to, uh, I'm guessing Jack is the one next to me. Yep. I was just, and I'm going to point it out. And I'm going to start going that direction. Okay. Okay. So. We, do we want to leave the people there for now in the church? Yeah, they probably. Before we, just to deal with the kid, whatever's going on with the kid, and then come back for him. Um. So you, you get out there kind of ahead, like everyone else is kind of talking. You get out there first, uh, Mervin. Mm-hmm. And you get this, you stop like 30 feet away because you get this sense of something otherworldly okay what do you mean otherworldly how do i do like just surreal so yeah something that you get like a an aura like you like you're walking into an aura of something about 30 feet away and it's a halfling not a child Mm. Um, oh oh, hmm. okay appears to be wearing just a a sleeveless tunic with some kind of like scales as part of the hide okay i'm gonna use my divine sense uh you Kind of feel like you, what is it? You get a very strong celestial sense. Oh, celestial. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to continue to approach. As you get closer, you see that the pupils of this halfling are snake-like. Snake-like? 
And there's a thin dagger in the belt. And as he smirks at you a little bit, you see the hint of a fang. Would garlic know with a, a religion You can do a religion check. Okay, can I do a religion check? You can do a religion check, too. I rolled a you... natural 20, giving me 23. <laughs> can I do history or arcane? It'd have to be religion. Okay. Um, This very strongly resembles the god Fatan. What's the god Fatan? He is the god of darkness hmm. and serpents. What's his alignment? Evil. <laughs> I believe it's evil neutral, if I... You're not that lucky. Evil chaos. Uh, Trickery, death, and arcane. Evil god of darkness, poison, and assassins. Oh, I don't like him. He just kind of looks at you all, takes in your appearance, and then just disappears. We're fucked. (laughs) This sucks. Huh. And he just disappeared? Mm Mm-hmm. Where was he standing? He was standing near the well. It's kind of south of you. Um, I'm going to go stand. You... You get the feeling that if this was actually a god, you Mm -hmm. would have been, like, knocked over. This had the sense of kind of being an aspect of... Yeah, like, oh, I'm just gonna pop in partway to the... Just gonna, like, holograph myself into the shadow plane for a little bit. This would be the plane where his domain is strongest. Yep, definitely makes sense. But there's no sign that he was actually standing there, no marks in the ground... As soon as he's gone, there's no lingering presence of him. No smell. Nope. I'll probably go back and get a villager's son. All right. So you guys proceed to make your way south. Tweet. Okay. Maybe looking over your shoulder here and there. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think it matters. I'm going to still be walking. I don't really think it matters if he's looking at us because there's not nothing we can do about it. I bet you I could beat him. So you guys march the six hours south to Kellendale. And you see the city, and it is in the same decrepit, destroyed state that High Ridge so was. So weird. Like, just this missing shadow, except... I mean, it's there's still buildings. You can kind of make them out, just falling in on themselves. Yeah, I bet you there's one building that's not. But there's a few buildings. There's kind of the, the guardhouse and station near the center of town, where you met with Captain Reno. And beyond that, there's some buildings in that area where you do see where Lord Banneran's house is seemingly in decent shape. And that's where we're going to end tonight. Thank you all for listening. I'd also like to give a special thanks to our friend Tom for joining us in the role of Mervyn the Enervated. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love if you went over to iTunes or Podbean and left us a like or review. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.